0: Hi everyone, this is LOA Uncorked with Gina and Holly. We intend to have some fun around law of attraction principles. Let's discover and unleash the magic that exists inside ourselves. Tune in as we go on the hero's journey together to uplevel our lives with no bullshit, all truth and nothing but fun. Grab a glass and join our virtual VIP conversation. Hello everyone. Welcome to LOA
1: Uncork. This is Holly. And this is Gina.
0: And we are excited today. We're, we're
1: always excited. We always are. But and we
0: always say that we're more excited today than ever. But I mean, truly, this woman is yeah. incredible. What do you what 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 say you, Gina? You know
1: what? I mean, any time you spend with this woman, yes, you come out of the conversation, the interaction almost cellular different. Like it's mo- at your molecules change truly like from an energy standpoint, which is all what she's about massive massive it's change.
0: incredible massive. so we're talking about Lenai King mm. she's our guest yes. and she uh, gratefully she is gracing us with her presence yeah. on the podcast We were so excited to get her because she has changed my life Gina yeah she's changed those people's lives around
1: me yeah. she is truly. And she calls herself transformational. That is truly the mm-hmm. the case. Yeah, it's one of those things where you you walk through a conversation with her, and you know she has her process and her, and which she'll talk quite a bit about during the yeah. the uh, the episode. And you feel like you're just in a conversation, and you get off the phone and you walk away. As all of her stuff is, at least my experience with her has been via phone. You feel like a different human being. You really do, and for no reason. Right, and, it doesn't feel like no reason, well, but but she has clearly reasons. She's gone to work. Well, while let she's me on let me field. tell mm-hmm. you what she does. So yes. she's
0: a crystal tone sound healer, and she assists in recoding your body, mm-hmm. your DNA, mm-hmm. through the use of powerful tones emanating through her voice, mm-hmm. often with intense and immediate results. That's what mm-hmm. we're talking about, and that mm-hmm. is true. She has she talks about Very that. True. These energy and sound voice projections direct. Myriad light codes and command signals for for healing on all levels. Many sessions include rapid breakthrough of old fear-based patterns and stepping into our true... Light itself and innate wisdom. So what you just said there, yeah, Gina, is so true. appropriate because well, you said- You said, you said don't it much know more why. fancy, but, well, but that's exactly- Because she said it fancy. <laughs> I just used what she said. but It's impressive. It, but that explains mm-hmm. why you can walk away. And I talk about it in the podcast, how she's helped me yeah. and she's helped uh, somebody I know with anxiety that mm-hmm. she just walked away and said, forgot the session and then said i don't have anxiety anymore.
1: Right. It's it is So amazing. it could be
0: anxiety, it could be old karmic stuff, yeah, it could feeling be feeling divorce heavy, i didn't down. Yes, 100%. I mean i just think anybody could really benefit from her. Yeah. She also says that healing and growth through higher consciousness mm-hmm. is an experiential and inside job. We mm. she pulls out the weeds and plants new flowers with you. In your inner landscape garden, resulting in outer landscape or your life to flourish. Mm. I love that. Beautiful. I mean, it's beautifully said. And I think we go on a wild journey. So strap yourself into your roller coaster ride because some of it might be a little stretch you a little bit. Stretch you, but I love that. Mm -hmm. And I love that she talks about how she became, you know, a crystal tone healer and how that happened in her life. And it's an incredible story. Well, we can tell you as a testimonial, she's on point. Yeah. A gift to this world yes. and we are so fortunate to have her on our podcast. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I think you will 100% enjoy, learn and be inspired by this this episode. So I agree, Gina. Here we go.
0: Enjoy. Hello everyone. Welcome
1: to LOA Uncorked. This is Holly and this is Gina. Hi Gina. Hi Holly. How are you today? I'm so great. I know you are. I know. I can see that. Uh, the, I can see that glimmer, sparkle in the, your eye. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? It, it's, it's it's big today. T- it's twinkly because you know why. You I know do. Why. I do know why. But the, why don't you let the let the audience in on why? We
0: are so excited today. We have a transformational healer in our presence, Lanaya King. <laughs>
1: Thank goodness, uh, Lanaya I mean, King is here.
0: Listen, Thank goodness. We go way back. Yes, and she has. Helped us tremendously, and we thought today yeah. that she could help our LOA
1: audience. I completely like you guys brace yourselves. This is a big day. I mean, there are a lot of big days on LOA and Cork. This, this is, is big. Really? This big. is big. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Be ready to expand your mind, take a deep breath, and settle in. This is Strap a in. episode you do not want to miss for sure.
0: <laughs> Welcome, Lanaya King. Hi, Lanaya.
2: Hi there and thank you so much for having me on the show. <laughs> We're thrilled to have you. Thrilled to have you. I mean,
1: I will have to tell you though, Lenaya, I'm a little worried and you and I could talk offline. I'm happy to help support as I do with many others. There might be like a like almost like a Restraining order or some sort of uh, action that you might need to take with Holly because she is such a fan that it it might get a little creepy. So just trust me. The fact that Stop you're in the distance it. is good. The Stop fact that you're it. and then so Holly, do you are you comfortable talking with Anaya in a, a more comfortable way, like so we don't have to file paperwork?
0: Oh, very funny, Gina. Yes, yes, I am. I, I truly love her. Thank God she is in Utah and I'm here, or, yeah. you know, I would be camping out having tea every day. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so Lenai, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and providing your talent and gifts with us and our audience today. We're so excited. And maybe you can just start with where you came into your gifts and how you became a transformational healer.
2: Thank you. Well, I would love to share that. Let's see. So back when I was 32 years old, I was living in Tokyo, Japan with my uh, husband at the time, who was an international banker. And I was just a normal person, not conscious. I didn't even understand about self-empowerment. This movement was very, very young, if probably non-existent back in uh, 1986. And so I was a struggling housewife and living overseas. The marriage was bad, and I just thought that that's the way life was. And again, Mm -hmm. never understanding about self-improvement or making any choices possibly that might improve my marriage or my my life. So that's where I was at consciously. And I had a really interesting thing happen one afternoon in the middle of middle of preparing my children's meals, I had a a a two-and-a-half-and-a-four-year-old sitting in their high chairs, and I had this really funny thought go through my mind, and that thought was, I wonder how long my life is going to go on like this, Mm -hmm. and even as I was thinking the thought, I was noticing how strange that was, and I immediately had a full-body sensation. Of the top of my head unzipping, and the life force from my body left. It actually felt like a huge vacuum cleaner on the top of my head Mm -hmm. that uh, sucked my life force out, and everything went black. Uh, Within a blink of an eye, I sensed my energy returning into my body, and the light blinded, uh, went from black to a blinding gold couldn't see anything in the room but blinding uh, blinding gold mm-hmm. light, and I felt my essence stuffing back into this small body. Uh, my eyesight returned, and I immediately sat down on the floor mm-hmm. before I fell down, so that was a good thing, mm-hmm. and all I could do was laugh. I was laughing like the Buddha, and I oh was just God. going, oh, my gosh, I felt magnificent and I knew something profound had happened. Mm -hmm. I knew there was a a different soul force in my body and I was laughing and laughing. And Mm. you might think that that might have been a scary experience, but actually it was so beautiful and so grounded in even through its profoundness that I absolutely knew from the core of my being that something wonderful had happened. And from that point on, my entire life changed. It was just absolutely astounding. I became empowered. I looked at my husband when he came home from work, and I just thought, this marriage has got to go. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: And anyway, I had clarity. I had clairvoyance. I could read, was prophetic, and could read light streams about future events happening And for the next couple of weeks, yeah, it was really outstanding. For the next couple of weeks, after everyone went to bed, I would come downstairs and sit on the couch and just play with all of the new gifts that were showing up. I could see energy fields, and I could um, merge in with uh, past lives that I had had. Mm -hmm. And I had a team of beings show up. My guides have uh, always been from the spirit world. Uh, And all of my teachings and so on, and I had a lot of teams of light show up to assist me in navigating through this next amazing segment of my life as an awakened, I would say, lightworker starseed and definitely a galactic human who had uh, come in and and woken up at this time to be in service to humanity. So Mm -hmm. it's a a very, very exciting time. I changed my name legally. I changed the way I looked. I relocated back to the United States with two little tiny girls, one in each hand and five suitcases without without a, a, a nickel in my pocket because that's what my spirit said, jump, you know, choose life and had the uh, wonderful ability to follow my heart, my spirit, and my knowing to assist me in navigating through not only that really, really intense time, as you can imagine, because I had lived overseas for for eight years and had not even worked during that time. I was just status of of life. So, yeah, so it was a really exciting time, and, and through this journey, understanding that uh, there were many things in my newly awakened state that I that I could do I still bumped up against some challenges and some programming in the body and that led me to the work that I do as I began to unweave all of the uh, dysfunctional patterns within myself and understanding kind of who's who in the zoo all, all of the different consciousness that plays through the body and began working with that. And then, uh, of course, working with people and that became my life work.
0: Wow. That's an incredible story.
1: I have so many questions. Okay, just go, Gigi. Okay, just so
2: <laughs> so, so,
1: how long did it take you to leave your situation in Tokyo?
2: It actually took me uh, probably longer than I needed, three months. Okay. Oh, and cool. I, you got to remember that I was living yeah. overseas yeah. In, in Tokyo, Japan, and I had two little, small children. And you know, to coordinate the, the move back to sure. the United States, and I actually, after that event, I took a vacation on my own to sort out what in the heck am I going to do right. with with my life change. I took myself to Hawaii to the <laughs> island of Kauai.
3: Oh, um, I love that.
2: And turns that out, you know, Kauai is one of the, the Hawaiian islands, our remnants of ancient Lemuria,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and had instant recollection during my wake-up call of being an ancient Lemurian, and I knew I had to bring myself to that wonderful place of very high energy and connectivity to my soul to get myself clear. So that was a um, you know a little bit of a process to go through that and that. to coordinate the move. But yeah, it's well took that sounds three, expeditious three three to me. Total. Yeah, that is
1: expeditious. <laughs> it is pretty expeditious.
0: But how long between this time, this event, and when you started actually help healing others? Practicing I love others. that. Yeah, yeah. I love that you said you started healing yourself, yeah. and through healing yourself, that's how you learned how you're going to heal others, but how long did you, I don't know, train on, you know, and become what we have encountered, which is incredible. And we'll talk more about that later, but for sure.
2: Yeah. Well, and it, it actually was pretty instantaneously happening. Once I relocated myself back to the United States I attracted all kinds of really interesting people that were of the higher consciousness awareness and we would we would share things I went to an event actually uh, to be ordained as a Melchizedek priestess in Sedona
3: mm-hmm.
2: and I did that I did that right away I found out about it and a couple days later I was at the uh, event and when we introduced ourselves around the the circle, as you often do during a, a workshop, all I said was, "I'm a healer, and I brought my bodywork table." And one person <laughs> had a session, and by the time that two-week thing was over, everybody except one person had had a session. <laughs> right. Uh, just from that, and that kind of popped me out in my nice. working with other people. It, it just happened. Spirit just guided that whole thing. And I had invitations all across the country to do the work, uh, which I accepted You know, many of them, and that was the official beginning of that. But, but before then, with these interesting people that I met, and we talk about higher things, and we discover each of our unique gifts, I started working one-on-one with a lot of people, uh, more experimenting with the work. Um, When I put people on the bodywork table, I discovered that I had an urge to make these crystal bowl-sounding tones coming out Mm -hmm. of my mouth, and um, as a part of vibrational healing, you know, sound is energy, of course, very powerful energy, and come to find out, my higher being said, yes, you're a crystal tone singer, and you brought these gifts forward from ancient Lemuria and been through Egypt and and so on. And so, yes, continue to open your mouth and <laughs> mm-hmm. and so on. So it was a process of discovery, really, that happened almost from the beginning and at first on a smaller level, mostly with friends and so on. And then, with that event, the Sedona event, as I said, spirit got out the big boot and said, you got to start doing this. And I love it. they kind of handled it for me. So I love it.
0: well, it's incredible because the toning that you do is something, I mean, I've never had any other practitioner do it. Mm-hmm. And it seems like when you are doing the toning and you're getting downloads from spirit in a major way during that toning time. Is that
2: accurate? Can you explain some of that? Yeah, what's
1: happening during the, mm-hmm. the toning?
2: Yes. Um, the toning is all intuitive. Mm-hmm. So that means um, the sounds and the, the pulses and everything about how that happens is completely from my, mm-hmm. from my knowing. And the toning is multifaceted in that sometimes the toning is to help people clear out negative energies. Sometimes there's a string of information that will come in with the tones that will bypass the person's critical thinking. So they're not analyzing it. It will just drop right into their energy fields uh, for them to translate when the, immediately or when the time is right. A lot of tones come in through um, colors. Mm-hmm. A color is a vibration, which also translates to sound. Our ears can't hear, you know, for example, the color purple um mm-hmm. but there is if we had the right equipment we would be able to hear the vibration of that of that color so a lot of the intuitive tones will be toning in very specific colors and i'll be talking during the session saying we're bringing in blue or violet or magenta or a string of colors and here's why these colors are coming in and and here's what they're going to be doing for you during the session for example so right. so a lot of uh, really wonderful things will will
1: Come in through the sound work. Yeah, and you know one of the things that, in addition to just when you are blessed to have an, a session with Lanaya, she does record it, and so when you're able to re listen to it, it, it's almost like you get the tune up every time you listen to those tones oh, again. Yeah. It's it's incredible. It's undescribable the difference that that energy work that you do has on how we move into the world. I, I suspect it's something similar to. Perhaps less pr- profound, but um, something similar to what you felt in the kitchen with the kids uh, when you unzipped and reemerged as someone different. And it it is it's 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 undescribable. I would imagine. it it's I'm sure it's hard to, for you to even try and articulate how you felt from before that event to after that event. So I'm just kind of curious, at any point, were you scared in that process or any, at any point, did you question what had occurred and why it occurred and what to do with it? Like, was it overwhelming and scary? Because it sounds like you almost reemerged as a new, completely new entity almost, right?
2: I absolutely did. The old, the old Mm -hmm. Claire is gone. Mm -hmm. She's absolutely gone. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. And It wasn't scary because it happened so fast.
3: It all happened
2: in a blink of an eye. And the effect of the leaving and then the coming back in was so profoundly awesome that you would think that it would be scary, but it it was... Oh me, and so uh, upgraded, if you will, still the same consciousness in this body that was programmed, however, from from Claire. Mm-hmm. So all of the cellular memory, right, and all the stuck yeah, emotions, sure. all of the positive things that also were achieved that are still part of the the cellular memory and so on. So I had some wonderful things that I kept sure. and then the things that I very quickly realized that I could spot, wow, you know, here's what's holding me back, Were uh, in a, I was in a position to be able to see that, and I knew what to, to do with it. Mm. So so to answer your question also about, you know, why do I think this happened, what I absolutely know is that I had an agreement with Claire, the former occupant, and that uh, she was here to hold the body and hold space until the time was right for me to come in uh, because I knew, I know that I wanted to come in awake, not having gone through the birth process where we often fall asleep right. and mm-hmm. that there was a beautiful agreement that the two of us had made that when the time was right, we would do the exchange. She would mm-hmm. get to go home and I would get to come in awakened and work Work with the consciousness of the body to con- continue. Of course, I had a big jump start because my vibration was was higher. Sure. And I did come in awake, but I still had to work with the process of all of the reprogramming
3: right. Right. of my
2: body and And I know that that thought form, I wonder how long I'm going to be. Here, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that was the thought that went through the body. Uh, I call that a trip code, and the consciousness knew that it's like, wow, this is such a strong uh, thought form, and where did that come from? And it was like a trip mechanism. That all right, so that's the agreement. The time is now, you know, exit and enter. Wow, and uh, that 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 we I we programmed that in and left it to the right moment, and apparently that was the right moment. and um, Everything was honored with uh, the children. I absolutely knew that the two children were to stay with me for a period of time. And I didn't realize that I had made an agreement with Claire to raise those girls as a single mom until all of a sudden, uh, one day, I call it the voice, my higher self that speaks to me, uh, came in and said, your agreement with your children is is up and they were um teenagers at that point and i thought oh okay well my agreement might be up but you know i'm i'm still i'm st- i love them i'm you yeah. know i'm their mom and i'm still going to you know be th- be their mom and within a couple of weeks time the two girls were off on their own and it was absolutely hmm. Just uh, really, really interesting and all honoring. You know that uh, one daughter went off to do something, and the other wanted to go to boarding school and so private school. So mm-hmm. right. Charlie, wow. the husband, decided that, and bingo! All of a sudden, the girls are gone, and they said it's time for you to now move more into the next purpose as to why you're here, oh. and to quit the 3D job and go full time into the healing.
0: Yeah, I wow. love that. Well, you know, uh, Lanaya, it sounds like, and we're all about raising our vibrations. Mm-hmm. So you sat in that kitchen with the high chairs and feeding the kids and you're like, uh, how long do I have to do this? And then boom, that happened to you. You raised your vibration mm-hmm. and, you know, like always through going through my head because, you know, I'm always a Marsha, Marsha, Marsha girl. It's like, why not how me? I, I want my that. head zipped? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I mm-hmm. want my head unzipped in a smarter version of me coming in but and, and a more awakened self-actualized mm-hmm. person you know so yeah. I don't have to struggle so much so so for all of us yeah. that are sitting here how do we raise our vibration Lanaya and yeah. what do we what can we do to start taking those steps to be ourselves yeah who we who designed to be here yeah
2: yeah absolutely absolutely well that's it's such a great question and Number one, my story is an absolute, perfect, wonderful, absolute illustration of the mastery that is inside of each one. Each one is is a master, and the more focus we put on our process of letting go of the old of what's not serving, having the courage to do that, and having the courage then to make positive choices... We raise our vibration and we discover more of that rare sparkling jewel that's always in there, uh, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's just covered up by a little bit of mud.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And so the first thing would be to realize that each, each one of us listening here and each one of us on the planet is already a master. And I believe that that's the first step to really understanding and getting who you are, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. self-doubt. Yeah. You know, or oh, we're a victim. We don't have the ability to help ourselves or move through XYZ situation is going to keep us stuck forever. So, yep. the acknowledgement of, you know, yes, the fact that people are listening to this message, I would say that everyone here listening to this podcast in this message was meant to listen to this message, to um, have this these statements act as a wake-up code for you in and of yourself. It's like, wow, breathe that in. Yes, I am a master. Mm-hmm. And boom, you've just elevated yourself. So the vibration of the planet also, right now, my wake-up call was back in 1986. Mm-hmm. That was when people thought, even thought that yoga was weird at that time. <laughs> it was like, right we've come. Back. You're really, right. Right? right.
3: Meditation
0: yeah. and yoga, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know. Yeah.
2: Right. So right now, we've come a really long way, and we have critical mass of uh, people. There are many more people on the planet that are wanting, uh, or the vibration of people that are calling for peace, love, and joy, so every time that we a positive action towards ourselves, we're integrating ourselves into that positive grid of all the other people that are wanting to do that. Mm-hmm. Way back when, in 1986, that grid was very weak. Yeah. So right now, that grid is, is not only hugely strong, I call it the Christ timeline, uh, the Christed grid. It's not a religious thing, it's the, the energy of, of mm-hmm. the um, ascended light, I guess you could call it. So, each time we focus on our process, we merge into that grid where we have the mass consciousness assisting us with our process and you assisting, you know, them with their process. So, to understand that and to just, I would say, also to pay attention, so many of us have self-inflicted blocks or little things that we say to ourselves where we're not our best friends, you know, like, Oh, I can't, I'm so, you know, stupid or Mm -hmm. Oh, the situation I'll never be able to get out of this marriage or I have to do this job, you know, because I hate it, but it pays the rent or the whatever, those kinds of thoughts are the types of things that create every single bit about who you are, what you think and what you speak and what you do is what creates your reality. And again, remember now, as we just said, that it's so much easier right now because the vibration is so high.
3: Yeah.
2: We get so much more instant manifestation of what it is that we're choosing in that way. So watch what you choose. Right. and. Make that a, a really fun thing. All right. So this week, you know, I'm going to catch myself every time I say something where I'm kicking myself in the shins or stopping myself, I'm going to pay attention and immediately reverse that into something that. Mm-hmm that does serve and support. So also it's funny. I, I just got to laugh because when you said, Oh, you know, I wish I had the the instant <laughs> wake up. You, you got to know how that, that required 2000% of oh, my yeah. attention because I was in Tokyo, Japan again with two little kids, not having worked, had a really small career before uh, I went over. and and I, Jumped off that bridge and leapt into the arms of my spirit and my knowing because I knew I had to and I knew it would be good, even though I didn't know how I was going to achieve it, I knew in my heart that this is what I had to do and it required a lot Mm -hmm. of me. So, you know, a little bit of a slower wake up might be more user-friendly. Yes, I agree.
0: (laughs) I agree. And, you know, I like what you say. You followed your knowing. And sometimes our knowing uh, gets a little muddy. Sometimes I have to ask Gina what my knowing is. (laughs) (laughs) Gina, what do I really think? Um, But uh, when we follow our own knowing, sometimes we get a little muddy, I think. And, And I used to not really understand that I'm one of those Pisces where I absorb everybody's energy. And I'm like, is that me? Is that you? Is who is that? So what can people do? Clearly they can come to you and we're going to talk a little bit more about that, but what can people do to recognize if they are muddy?
1: Yeah. Yeah. What, how do, how yeah. do you decipher what's yours and someone else's, Lanaya? And, I think and if you're muddy, if like maybe even that. if
0: you gave it to yourself and you're muddy, mm-hmm. how, how do I know I'm muddy? Is it just the negative yeah. self-talk or how would you look at that, Lenai? That's a great question. Hey, Gina. Hey, Holly. Listen, Gina, I'm going to be begging for some ratings here. What do you mean? I'd like our audience,
1: if they like us, to rate us five stars on on any of the podcast platforms that that they're listening to. Is that what you're saying? Like Apple, Spotify. And don't you think it'd be awesome also if they really do like us to add a little comment? Oh, comments would be great. Absolutely. Okay. It really helps us bring the podcast Mm -hmm. to you and continue to get the feedback that is necessary to bring new listeners. Thanks for your support. Back to the episode. Here we go.
2: And this is this is a great great question because this is all part of you know when i was mentioning earlier sorting out the, the consciousness what are the voices inside like who's who who right. the there's mm-hmm. a lot there's a lot going on in there so i, I would say uh, let's start with following your knowing if something your feelings intellectually think things need to or often will, let's say often will sound good but the whole crux of the issue as to whether or not it's real and authentic and serving you or not serving you is how it feels.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Something can sound good but feel really off. Mm-hmm. So... A really great way. Then, you know, for example, is this job the best one for me to take? Mm -hmm. Um, Should I marry this guy? Mm -hmm. Should I go on this vacation or or not? Uh, Should I move? Is this the right house for me to buy? All of these kinds of decisions. When you use the intellectual process that probably should be aligned you know with with that but not always because again sometimes we get a thought like oh i should go buy that house but every time you think about the process of putting the mortgage together you get a really low vibe about it mm-hmm. it doesn't feel right. right anxiety is a really big key to something not being aligned so that's a, a, again using your own uh, body to give you those signals as to how things feel and the level of anxiety and so on is going to be a really good barometer. If something brings you joy that you do, the joy factor always means when you're doing that, that you're aligned with your spirit, your heart, your um, soul plan, you're aligned with love. So the joy factor is also a really you know great thing. Am I making a decision because I feel like I have to and it feels all drudgy and gloom and doom? Or am I doing this thing because I don't even know why, but it just feels so right. It brings me joy. So the joy factor is also a, a really, really powerful barometer.
3: Mm, yeah.
2: So I would say that. And then you also touched upon something, you know, how do I know if I'm muddy? Yeah. Am, I, am I getting muddy around other people's stuff or other right. people's? you know, agendas and issues making me muddy. <laughs> Did yeah. I verbalize that correctly? Yes. Or? Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: Perfectly. Yeah. And
2: so that was something that I was hoping that we'd talk about today because nowadays there's so much trauma and yeah. in- intensity going on in the world that, um, you know, often we can kind of catch, I would say, other people's little dark cloud, you know, that's yep. above their head.
3: Mm-hmm. because
2: you know we're in fear and worry ourselves and so that's our you know old buddy the law of attraction if we're if we're around let's give this situation if we're around a situation where there's a lot of let's say um fear people are arguing uh, people are fearful um you know maybe you're in a um a group or even with friends and there's all that going on how you manage yourself is going to determine whether or not you take that energy on or don't take that energy on. Mm-hmm. And and I, I love this talk because we are the masters of our own consciousness, and depending on how we interact with ourselves, that's going to determine the outcome of what we manifest and what we draw, draw to ourselves. Mm-hmm. So in the situation of there's a lot of people um, – in this example of being fearful and saying, oh, you know, I'm afraid of the vaccine or the world Mm -hmm. situation or what it is. When you are in your heart and you're centered in your being, I am in my heart. I'm in my mastery. I'm just going to observe this conversation from a place of calm-centeredness in my, my true calm centered. Then you can walk through a maelstrom. You can walk through a Walmart. <laughs> yeah. <for B6>. yeah. <laughs> you right. can be in the center of a family argument. You could be, you know, at work where people are arguing, but you're in balance. You're in your center. I breathe. I'm anchored into the earth. I'm grounded and I'm feeling peacefully centered and calm within my being. You're never going to take on anybody else's stuff because that's a lower vibration and you haven't right. matched, matched it. And then, on contrary to that, if the discussion is going on with fear base and you collude with that by saying, oh my God, yeah, it's so terrible, and I've been afraid of that myself, and I'm really worried about it. Right. Well, guess what? Everything is energy and vibration. You have just matched the vibration of that thing. And so you have merged with it and then, yes, you're going to take on some of those thought forms, some of those, uh, the worries, the, the lower energy, it's a match. Right. And so you're going to be uh, having bleed through and you're going to be experiencing their stuff heaped on to your stuff. So right. everybody's in the mess.
1: Right. You almost double down, right?
2: Well, yeah. And the good news is what we've, if we've created that, we can, we can uncreate that yes. and yes. undo that. Exactly. Maybe, maybe we'll give a little, few little exercises. So. So, uh, consciousness is, is very malleable. We create, we uncreate. Sometimes we do something that we think is going to be great for us, and then we find out it's not. No worries. We can clear out the dross, and we can invite forward then the next step of the positive choices is seen in that moment. So, so the whole key is to pay attention to your process and know that, that we're in charge, mm-hmm. and we do the best that we can in every moment. We're, we're not perfect. No, but we can um, but, undo
1: it. But we, we can undo, undo it. it. Yeah, yes. I would love. That's
2: I would, I that's would love right. life, and we're we're everyone is ascending in every moment. We're always what what we feel might be right and perfect and true in one moment. The next year later, we go, wow, boy, I've so outgrown that. So so we're always building. We're always building. Mm-hmm. and uh, at the end of the day, we're in charge. I think that the, one of the main problems with a large part of humanity is that they, A, don't get, is that they are in charge, uh, and, uh, you know, B, they're, they're not aware of any process that they could go through to uh, make a good choice and to clear out a choice that's uh, become obsolete. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are victims and they just think that that's the way it is. Oh, well. So right. that's why it, all of your listeners, I'm sure, uh, to uh, great degrees, are participating in their awareness. They're hungry mm-hmm. for how they can improve, improve themselves. And mm-hmm. and so uh, when somebody is coming from that perspective, um, they are going to be directly participating in their process and and, and moving Forward, so
1: yeah, no, I yeah. think so I
2: hope I, I made that that clear. You know, how do we stay clear and not catch other people's stuff? Just watch where you're at, and yeah. sometimes also it's like, wow, I'm not going to let that person's breakdown break me down. Right. I'm too important. Right. I'm not going to let their nutty behavior. You know, I'm not going to get all embroiled and angry back. I like no way. I'm too important, so I'm just going to maintain my calm and my center. And either walk away or say nothing or handle handle that situation from a place of calm centeredness. Uh, so you know there there you go, you stay intact.
0: Right. right. Yeah, I I want to talk a little bit mm-hmm. about that, Linaya, because particularly anger and Linaya helped me at a point in time when I had my divorce and I was so miserable. I mean, I mm-hmm. was dying every second and crying and upset, but mostly just angry. And in my head, I had this, like these thoughts that didn't feel like mine. They, I would be like, you mother, you know,
3: mm-hmm.
0: effort and, mm-hmm. you know, like just this anger, like that's not normal you, for yeah. me, but like you are you are in a divorce. Okay. And so I had a session with Lenai, and I'm going to tell you something. First of all, I mean, I love everything that she does. I love this woman. Okay, but second of all, I felt like, like a, a million person. bucks. Yes. I was a different human yes, I when I got off the phone with her, and I mean, I
1: was completely. I never had another angry bone. And you know, this. I remember. Yes, no, I remember, and I, I definitely heard all of the frustration and anger, which is not this is your normal for most people, but, but still, but, but it's for not anybody, you, not you, and and not what you, I know, intended with that. Transition for your life. So, and I remember, I will never forget. I was in the Target parking lot when you called me after Lanaya's session that day. It you sounded different on the phone. You sounded like the old. I was different. it was like she unzipped my brain and sucked out all that meanness. I don't know. I feel better. Zip my brain. I feel good. I'm good. I'm good with it all. I'm like, and you know, never. No, I was
0: fine. And what, what, Lanaya, you can talk to this. I'm going to give you the floor here. But what I, what I. What I come to learn, and now I use this quite consistently. This is we're talking about us understanding if we're muddy, us understanding mm-hmm. our knowing, mm-hmm. us understanding being awake. Mm-hmm. Um, what I found out was that um, we called it an entity clearing that mm-hmm. when you throw out anger and you're giving it out, you're getting it back, you're all tangled with this energetic, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. And she came in and untangled me and I felt like a million bucks afterwards. I mean, literally, I never was mad again. Mm -hmm. And so can you address this entity clearing and, or what that was all about?
1: (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yes. So we're going to stretch our audience here today. Good. I love (laughs) it.
1: I love it. They like being stretched. They do. They do. Good.
2: And I think you're all going to love this. Let let me explain to you what this is first. So entities are what I call an entity. Some people call it a disembodied spirit. An entity is a person that's died, but their soul has not left the earth plane. So their soul is trapped, really, by design. They choose that. And their soul isn't exiting out dimensionally to a place where the soul can continue Uh, It's evolution. And there are some reasons for this. The majority of of the reasons are that the soul is basically afraid of going to the light because maybe they were a bad person. They cheated. They, you know, they lied. They abused people. um, They were controllers. They manipulated. And um, they're afraid, which is an unwarranted fear, by the way. Creation is all loving. There's nothing to fear when you exit wherever you're going to go but they have the belief that they're going to be judged. So they say, no, no, I'm not going to go. And this is a free will zone. It's a free will universe. Uh, We can choose what what we want. The angels of death and transition are always uh, around people at their time of dying to exit people out. Angels are very real to take the souls out to -hmm. to their appropriate place. Um, And sometimes a person will refuse that. Yeah. And, and another situation, also, that I see quite a lot with people is a loved one dying, a husband, for example, dying, and he doesn't want to leave his wife behind. Mm-hmm. So he'll stay. So it, it's not all, you know, dark, dark souls, if you will, or troubled souls, let's call it. Um, sometimes it, it's a loving, a, a seemingly a loving action. But at the end of the day, when souls die, they need to move on to a place that they can experience sure. their next and not be trapped here. Uh, and, and from what I see about it, there's a window of approximately five days when a soul is has died and mm-hmm. they say, nope, 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 that it gets very difficult for them to exit out after that five-day period, unless it happens that uh, somebody knows about this exercise that we're we're going to do, and uh, also there's uh, some divine intervention from the the angels and other uh, positive uh, groups and so on. But but anyway, so that's a digression. So what happens is, why would you draw in an entity if some uh, through the law of attraction uh, we talked about? And of course, of course, this group understands like attracting like. So you can draw in if. Um, you're afraid of something, you're going to draw in that thing that you're afraid of. That's where the energy goes. So in the case of perhaps a bad marriage, if we'll do this, and there's lots of fighting and arguing, and perhaps the husband was a very controlling person, That one of the big drawing cards for an entity. And uh, again, so the, the trapped soul is without a body. So that through the law of attraction, they're looking for somebody with a similar behavior, and they and that's, that's permission given. The universal mm-hmm. law says, all right, what you choose, you, you're going to get more of.
3: Mm-hmm. So the
2: law of attraction, universal law says, all right, that that trapped soul is allowed through, again, universal law to attach to that person's energy field. And there's a lot of energy in anger and, you know, controlling in the, in yeah. the bully, yeah. in the person that you take advantage of. There's so much energy in that. So... So these entities will attach to the person's energy field and actually support that bad behavior right. because they get a really big energy feed.
3: Mm.
2: And so understand that there's an agreement there because the agreement is what I do, what what I do and what my behavior is through the law, law of vibrational attraction. It's all about vibration. What I vibrate to, I'm going to get more of. That's what I'm resonant with and resonant mm-hmm. to and so the entity is looking around for somebody that that's got that that same uh, vibration and they attach to the person's energy field and there's an agreement um obviously it's not a conscious agreement but it's an agreement nonetheless so what happens then uh, sometimes people will say wow you know we're all of a sudden I'm using swear words all of a sudden yeah, um yeah <laughs> um, I'm feeling really muddy, all <laughs> right? Yeah I'm, yeah. I'm feeling depressed. Yep. I'm feeling, uh, you know, I've quit smoking for, you know, 15 years and I'm here, I'm lighting up a cigarette yes. again. Right. Um, Interesting. You know, that type of thing. So they've drawn a smoking entity into their energy field along with the other. So this is a really, really nice thing when we get aware of this. And I say nice, it's actually. Um, a beautiful initiation when we go through that clearing because we get to send that enter- that, that entity or those beings home with the angels, they get to go home and then we get to get clear. So um, yeah. And, and it, it's really an interesting thing. It's, it's, it's not at all scary. It's just the way it is. Trapped souls attaching to somebody through the law of attraction and their behavior, you know, gets um, promoted into you And if we're paying attention, we're going to notice, you know, something's really off. So the entity clearing just basically involves calling in the angels of death and transition. And I love calling in Michael, the archangel. He's such a champion for Mm -hmm. cutting loose and setting free, right? Mm -hmm. And so we get in touch with the thing or the emotion or the mindset that was the attraction in the first place, like anger. So I decree and declare within myself to not be angry. It's not, I choose control over my emotions, even in this difficult situation. And I end all uh, agreements with any entities that have come in that that were attached to that anger, not allowed. I end the agreement. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so then we just put love on the entities. I send you love, no judgment. You're going to go home to a really wonderful place that there is no judgment where your soul can evolve. And I now command you to detach from my energy field and to go home to your appropriate place with the angels now. Mm. So it's as simple as that. And then we want to always, since we've got a void, let's go ahead and fill that empty space that's been created, the void. Something's just left. Let's put something in that we choose to put in instead of, something random going in. So let's uh, put in just anything you want. I put in um, a peaceful, smooth divorce. I I bring in love yeah. and I bring in full command of my emotions yep. through That's a loving yet powerful mm-hmm. dance. So be it and so it is.
1: Yeah. So be it and so it is. I love that. Is it love fair it.
0: to say if there is, if you have great anger that there's probably entities that need to be cleared?
2: I would say that's really a given,
0: yes. Yes, yeah, I've tried to, since we did that powerful, I mean, it was powerful, I I can't explain it. And I think we did another another one, but Mm -hmm. I can't remember what the circumstances around that Mm -hmm. one. This one was incredible and you're right, Gina, Mm -hmm. everybody could see it. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I'm conscious now of that energy of anger because I think that says that there's something there that needs to be removed. And it's removed. not creepy. Yeah. I mean, it sounds kind of creepy, it but does. Yeah. <laughs> it think, may sound I think creepy. the word entity in and of itself yeah, is Yeah, but so it's a beautiful process yeah. to actually yeah. help send them home and then clear your mm-hmm. mud and clean. It's like a it's like a shower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like an yeah.
1: energetic shower. <laughs> energetic shower. Yeah. And you can do this by yourself, Lania? Yeah. Oh. Of we course. just did it. Yeah, so okay, so just yes. walking through the exact process you went through yep. within yourself, you can remove yes. that. Okay, excellent. Yeah. Excellent. And, uh,
2: and this also brings me to a really good point. Can we do this with other people? And the answer to that question is they have to give permission
3: mm-hmm. because
2: you can't clear you know, somebody that you say, God, they've got to have a thousand entities hanging around them. They've made an agreement with those entities. So you're not able to clear them because it's they've made an agreement. Mm-hmm. So if, if you're going to do this with other people, it's really not going to work unless you uh, you're working with them and you bring them in and you talk to them about it and say, Hey, you know, let's try this. And, and if they go, yeah, you know, great. Okay. I'm, I'm game. Then, then we've got a good result, but you try to do that on somebody else. Um, it's not going to work. Right. That makes no, sense. I love that. Sense.
0: It's a great ad. Thank you for adding that, Lenai. Cause I could just see, Oh, my husband or my, my right.
2: child exactly. is right. angry all the time. Right. Let me clear it for him yeah, or her. You know? Exactly.
1: Yep. All right. Yeah, I and actually,
2: that. you know what? I was going to say this, and I I didn't, and I'm glad you brought it up. Now, what about our children? Yes. So with children, children our are, are the parents' responsibility, and we don't have. There's never a violation of free will or anything like that with children because we're their parents, we're their protectors. So if you feel your child needs an entity clearing. Universal law says absolutely bring in the angels and clear them out. Work with your child then the best that you can to the best of their understanding as to how to deal, you know, with their grief or their suffering or their anger. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, don't don't you don't need to tell them about the entity clearing process.
0: Sure.
2: Unless maybe they're, you you know, 16 or getting near their 18, whatever. But our children, our children, we are the protectors and absolutely you feel you need to do this with your children. You have full and free reign and it's a beautiful thing to do to support kids.
0: Right. In oh, I love
2: that. I is love that
0: up too. to eighteen then, Lanaya? So I can't do it well,
2: with my
1: thirty-year-old child.
2: <laughs> 30-year-old I don't even <laughs> know if creation says it's a certain age, but you would know when that is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I think that's a, that's a good. That's they're a good kind
2: point. of old and 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 go, going uh, going out onto their, uh, uh, you know, usually after high school and they're moving out and they're their own person. Yeah. Uh, you know, getting a job or doing whatever it is that they're they're going to do. Um, so I would say certainly through that. Teen, most of the teen years and just use, use what feels right.
1: Yeah. So Linaya, we've, we've done a couple of episodes on guides and angels and understanding the resources there on the angel side and then understanding that, you know, we all have guides. And so can you talk a little bit about what you know to be around guides and angels, the differences between those two, and then how you call them in and, and maybe a practice for our listeners around guides better understanding or, or building a relationship with your guides and angels. And masters. Yeah. I would yeah. add and masters, masters yeah, because great, that's the other point. one that you
0: talk about that we really haven't touched on in our podcast at all. Okay. So that'd go be ahead, great. Yes, yeah.
2: please. Send a masters. Yeah. Sure. Okay. okay. I would say first, number one, we don't give our power away to our guides. Mm. You, each one listening to this wonderful wonderful scenario here today all of our wonderful listeners just remember that you are the ultimate source of your own information you're the ultimate knower of what is best for you You you're the ultimate or the only one really that 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 chooses the guides are not here to do for us the guides are here to help us with what our choices are someone sits there and is in hopeless helpless and not taking appropriate action and calling for, you know, Mother Mary or Jesus, you know, to come in and and swoop in, I think you're going to get little to no results. You might get a few, but the guides are here to assist us in what we're choosing. Mm -hmm. So we do our part, and we are first numero uno because we're the master of our own being, and the guides and the angels are all here to assist. Mm. So I see so many times in sessions, people just giving their power away to their guides. And it's like, where are you in the process? So so number one, meditation is a great way to get in touch with your own being, your higher self. And uh, some of us suggest that if you're not doing this already, spend some time with yourself, calling in your higher being and move that into your consciousness just through commanding it forward. It happens And get a sense of your own guidance and your own Mm -hmm. self-direction. As far as guides and angels, we all have them. Mm -hmm. Even if we don't believe we do, we all do. Especially now, this is such an important time. And I really don't have a lot to say about that. For me, they've always just kind of shown up.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And that might happen. So maybe the audience would like to say, Wow, well, if I have if I have a guide that really wants to show up and work with me, but I'm somehow not getting it, I'm giving you permission to just show up in my third eye, in my mind's eye, or somehow with a feeling or a sensation. Yeah, um uh, yeah, yeah. any of my guides are really tapping me on the shoulder and I'm 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 missing it. I give you permission to come in. Mm. And the only other thing I would say Really is sometimes if people say, well, I don't know who my guides are, and I want to get more connected with them. And so I say to them, well, have you called them in? You know, have you focused on that? And most of the time they say no. <laughs> so,
3: yeah.
2: okay. so can participate. And and I think if you're starting out with this. Ask if one or maybe one or two will come in, the most prominent one, so that you will get an idea um, instead of a whole team of beings coming in that's hard to sort out, yeah. that you might ask can can just one show up and let me know who you are. Sometimes they'll give you a name, sometimes they won't. Mm-hmm. So you can ask, and if you don't get get the answer to that, that's okay. And I would say just the more you consciously invite it forward, and play with it and focus on it. What we focus on, we get more of. Right. You'll bring that, bring that forward. Mm-hmm. And um, one of my favorite meditations is Higher Self and Guides bring me the known and the unknown, what I'm not aware of, but to my highest that. good. Please mm-hmm. bring me the known and the unknown, and I am paying attention for it paying attention for it, for that signal, for that information, especially if I'm embarking on something new or I really need guidance. It's like, bring me the known and the unknown, guides, angels, higher self, bring it on.
0: Yes, I love that. I got that from you. I'm using that right now. <laughs> yeah,
2: absolutely. When we're calling in our, our guides and even our higher self, please be discerning. There are a lot of beings out there and they're not all friendly. And if you we don't put a command around our meditation of what it is that we're inviting forward. We don't know what we're going to get. Mm-hmm. So we could just, as someone could just randomly say, oh, okay, I've got some guides around me. I want one one to show up and, um, you know, please give me some information. The known and the unknown, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Using that funny little thing. And we leave it at that. Um, I would say you're inviting forward a mishmash. You don't know what you're going to get. So. Attention, intention, excuse me, is everything. Intention is everything. When you're sitting down to meditate, if you're calling in a guide, especially in the beginning, a really good practice would be something like this. I call forth a true, uh, t- my true authentic guides. Masqueraders are not allowed. Mm-hmm. True, A true authentic guide and or angel that has my highest being at heart. Through love and light, um, aligned with the Christ vibration, something like that. It's the exact words aren't important, but mm-hmm. when you qualify, I am only calling for for an authentic guide that has my best interest at heart. Through love and light, so be it. Then you're just qualified, and you've raised the vibration, and you've created an en- energy envelope to actually have that experience.
0: That's really important. It makes sense. And and then
2: when a guide comes in, if the guide sounds good, but feels bad, this is our same rule that we talked about earlier, Mm -hmm. sounds good, but feels off and you're, or if you're not sure, be gone, be gone. What you say goes, be gone. Mm -hmm. Boom. So yeah, I go. love that. I like I, that you can
0: be bossy with you them. Can bo- yeah, I'm always bossy. I know you are. I, know you are. <laughs> oh, I love that you added that because I've always thought, okay, for my my intention, you said that you, know, you focus on your intention. I'm always saying for my highest good. Mm-hmm. And I like that because people don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. And they think it's scary that you're going right. to attract weird, creepy things. And sure. the fact is I went through – I don't know, years thinking there is no creepy thing out there. I would mm-hmm. say, oh, no, there's nothing. People just make that up. But that is not true. Um, and it scares some people. But I don't think it's scary because we can be bossy and we can do exactly what Lanaya just
1: said and be discerning. Yes, I do think, though. Speaking of, you know, law of attraction. I I do think if you if you come out the world like you did for so many years, Holly. I, I think you do attract less of it, for sure. Yeah, maybe. But it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. I guess right. is the the difference, right? I mean, you were just sort of in. Denial. Well, I call river. it the
0: Pollyanna effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, oh yeah. yeah, there's nothing bad here. You know, yeah. I was no always, one would steal. I was from brought me. up Catholic. I was like, there's no such a thing as hell. Mm-hmm. You know, th- these things. You
1: know, yeah, totally, totally. But I do think you would attract less than somebody who might be
0: Maybe. more
1: susceptible. But I it doesn't know, mean it doesn't I doesn't appreciate exist. that. Gina. Yes, I'm trying. I'm but trying to less trying to give shit. you some kudos. Yes, right. a little law of attraction. <laughs> don't you think, Linaya? Don't, don't you think that? I mean, generally speaking, if you if you don't. Give that energy to it. It's you're not gonna you're not gonna receive as much of it.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. That was a, a wonderful little banter back and forth that you both had because the higher your vibration of course the less of a resonance you are with the lower vibration eventually we become into a place where the positive expans- expansive and the mm-hmm. lower contractive are mutually exclusive and they don't bleed through at all and that place is called the fifth dimension
1: so oh, holly was uh, in the fifth dimension years so, yeah, ago yeah <laughs> it's all
2: it's all a journey and the higher our vibration the less absolutely we're going to be attracting that, but that doesn't mean that we don't discern. We always have to discern. We're still living in the soup right now. Right. Yeah. So. No. Totally. Completely. Yeah, no. Totally. Can you
1: talk a little bit more? And in you and I have talked about this on one of my sessions recently about color. And you you say you see color in energy, or color is energy, or or energy has color. Can you talk a little bit more about that? And what do you see? How do you see it? Is that something that people can start to? Better understand themselves and and maybe just a little bit of a little bit more dialogue on that because it was new to me when you
0: like mentioned can it. I see color like right. can we all see color right exactly
2: well let's start with that can mm-hmm. we all see color everybody has a different way that they use their, I would say, psychic gifts. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people feel more. Some people hear more. Some people um, will see colors. Some people will feel are highly empathic. They'll feel a vibration.
3: Yeah.
2: So mm-hmm. can I see a color? I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes the color will come in just because you know it's there. Oh my gosh, there's blue all around me and you're not seeing it, but you just know it.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes uh, and, sense.
2: And, and, and all that aside... You can work with color and vibration as therapy. Uh, I think there are some modalities out there, actually, that that are of that thing, Um, Mm -hmm. that uh, they work with certain colors for certain attunements and so on. Uh, So those are always wonderful. The colors, the the way that I work with the colors are the master vibrational essences Mm -hmm. of I would say the divine attributes of these colors of the full color spectrum of the rainbow. So these are divine signatures that speak to creation that have a particular signature, Got okay? It. So Got it. I'm mm. just going to give a few of them out. For an example, peach. I right, do often see peach around someone or bring in peach. Mm. Um, peach is your soul signature expressed through joy. Bringing in that mm. peach ray is going to help you mm to embody that, you know, especially if you're struggling with bringing in joy, maybe you're depressed, I'm just Mm going to call in the peach ray, again, using our intention, we call it in, we don't have to see it, we just know it's there, I want to put the peach ray in my body and my energy field to assist me in uh, moving into joy, of course, green, we all know green is is the healing ray, divine attribute is is healing, the green ray is also your divine truth, it's high Mm -hmm. truth helps us access our records, our truth. Mm. So green is, is really fun. Magenta, I'll often call in the divine ray of magenta, when someone is struggling through change, magenta is trading up. It's like throwing up the cards into the air so that they can come down in a higher configuration. Mm-hmm. So the magenta ray is changed through positive evolution. Mm. So I could I could go on and on, uh, <laughs> but the, the color. The Colors are really fun to work with. And again, intention is everything. We use our consciousness to create and pull in what we're wanting to desire. And the, the color is a, is a whole program of healing unto itself, if, mm-hmm. if if you like that and resonate with it.
1: Yeah, I know. Totally.
2: Very, you know
0: what, Gina? So. I could like hang out with her forever. Thank God she doesn't live close to me
1: because I'd be not... We'd have to do that paperwork, okay So
0: that paperwork. So Linaya... Those that come to you for a reading, a healing, uh, what would that look like? Oftentimes I come with questions like I'm trying to, I don't know, promote my podcast mm-hmm. or I just feel stuck or I feel yucky or I have anxiety. Mm-hmm. Mm, that may be part sure. of it too. Like what? what is your typical client or what, for our audience, if they're listening, you do much more than just... healing. I mean, it's, it's, well, I guess it all roots to healing, but there's so much more that you give in a session because of your knowing. What does that look like for a typical client? What can they expect? Who comes to see you? Can you give us some, Mm -hmm. some thoughts around
2: that before we wrap up today? Great question. Oh, sure. I'd love to. And thank you. Well, there is no typical client. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I bet not. And people come for everything and anything under the sun. Um, you know, they've sometimes got an issue of or, or things that they want to move through, and they're struggling with, um, or they're wanting wanting to achieve something. Usually, if they're wanting to achieve something and they haven't achieved it yet, it's because there is a stumbling block in the way mm-hmm. that uh, we get inside of. And so I um, put my perky personality aside and go right into the maps. I call it the, the maps, the, the keys, the codes, and go right in and see where is it, um, given what they're wanting to achieve, are there any blocks and obstacles? Um, and uh, I t- we talk the whole time, so it's very informational, but I'm yes. working the energies, of course, and to achieve everything that we're talking about. Uh, sometimes we get into some past lives as root cause, um, some people are wanting uh, to get more of a sole purpose or sole plan. Uh, some people just have aches and pains and things going on in their their physical that they the doctor says they're fine, or um, you know they keep having things come back. So there are all kinds of of reasons and things that we can do, and um, the main thing probably for me to talk about is that my personality is not in charge. Mm -hmm. I move that aside and I'm going right into the intelligence of my mastery and knowing of, of what I've achieved as a healer throughout the ages and even beyond just into reading those maps and programs, where are you right now and what, what's serving, what needs to be moved out of the way, what can we activate, um, what information even that you haven't even thought about is wanting to come in today as a message. So it's all about the redefining and stepping out of the lower third dimensional kind of fractured separate <laughs> separate mm-hmm. persona and, and moving, moving you into a place of connectivity and empowerment in whatever way that looks for you and what, what you're needing and what you're calling forth in the moment. Does that make sense?
1: It makes perfect it sense. How do you protect yourself, Lanaya? I mean, your energy, like you said, you move your personality aside, your personality and set it aside and do this work. Like, What energetic self-care do you do to make sure that you come, come back to yourself? As much as you can yep. after some of those sessions. And that's or,
2: such a great, great question, and yeah. and everybody. Um, this is great um, for everybody to uh, to understand, including people that are even doing, you know, body work like as a massage therapist mm-hmm. or um, mm-hmm. even teachers in school and so on. So, number one, I am really, really clear that. Whatever it is that's on the table or whatever, whoever's coming to me for help, I am merging my energy Mm. into so I can read. You do. Yes. It's like, look, I'm I'm merging in, but I am really clear that that's yours and it's not mine. I'm really clear that, and so, so I'm in there and I'm feeling and sensing and seeing and so on. I am a catalyst. I'm not here to heal anyone. I'm here to serve it up on a platter and that's up to you. Mm -hmm. I'm not vested, I do the best that I can, but I'm not vested in what you do with your process afterwards because... If I were vested, that would be me poking in, saying, "Oh, you know, gosh, you know, I hope yeah. that they think that it's a good session. Um, you know, they're paying money for this session, so I hope that they're going to get good results." Right then, I have bled into their process, yes. and 100%. I take on a, a cord, and that 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 is where if someone does that, that's where they're going to get get bleed through. So. I'm really clear again, even though I'm reading the codes and in there doing every thing that I can. you know that's yours. it's not mine. I am a catalyst. You do for yourself. I am detached from the outcome. Of course, I want the person to have great results, but I'm not attached attached to it. Does that make right. sense?
1: No, it totally makes sense. Yes, and, and, and the we other could all the use one that. other
2: thing yeah. that a lot of people will, um, will kind of cross the line and <clears throat> it's not so good is they might say something like, "Oh, I have a lot of energy, so I see you're you're down and you're not feeling so well. Let me give you some of my energy." Yes. I've heard that time and time again. It's like. No, yes. I am running, I, my, my personal energy field is my personal energy field. I am running energy from creation, from creator, universal source. Yeah everything that they need from unlimited, vast source of creation light that moves through my body. And then I qualify it with what I'm doing. And, you know, we, we do the dance. I do my part, they do theirs, mm-hmm. but I'm never depleted and I'm never taking on anybody else's stuff because I'm not, I'm not tethering my energy into somebody else's energy field where they're taking mine. And guess what? If that happens, it goes both ways. Wow. So, Absolutely. so, so, using universal limitless energy flow flowing through me, and so anybody else uh hearing this that's working with people just just connect up to source and flow that energy right. in the way that's again qualified through your mind in whatever way you feel that um that you wanna uh work with that energy, and I have absolutely never had a problem, and I can tell you that I've had some pretty tough cases, mm, um, right. walk in, in and onto my table Yeah, and I'm always clear, no problem.
1: Well, that's I love that. beautiful. I've, I, I do. I, I have a, a great deal of appreciation for you and the work that you do. And I, it's one of the things I think about a lot is how do you do that? Cause it's, it's yeah. gotta be pristine to m- keep going at the, at the rate you go, um, and the way you do. So it's well, great. Yeah.
2: And again, intention is everything. So what are sure. you doing here? You know, the more we work with, this This is what I am, and you saw a lot of intention in those statements. This is what I'm doing, and this is what the way I'm performing, and this is also what I'm not doing in a way that I don't perform. Sure. So, Yeah. yeah.
0: Yep. And I just want to let everybody know that all my sessions were on the phone. Yes. And so I didn't Absolutely. climb on any table. Just Yeah, there, was no, there was, was no table. There was oh, no right. table, well, physical table. Okay, yeah, I point. laid on my bed probably yes. when I talked to her, yeah. but there was no table. You, yeah, that's you, she a good does clarification. all this amazing work over the phone. Yes. In fact, actually, I've never met her. We yeah, and I've talked to her. I don't know a gazillion times. She's like, "Oh, it's her again." I'm like, Mm -hmm. "Yes, I'm back. (laughs) It's me again." All right.
1: (laughs) Does she have a special? Does does the phone ring at a special ring when Holly calls? (laughs) Lanaya, no.
0: (laughs) Anyway, so this has been an amazing. It
1: really has
0: honor and gift you've given us, Lanaya, and our audience. We're so so very thankful. We will put. Uh, links on how to get a hold of Lanaya yes. and follow her and uh, to her mm-hmm. website and how to uh, have a reading. I actually believe, and I'm going to do the smack down here, Gina. Uh, okay. I actually, <laughs> you
1: know, Buckle prepare, up, kids.
0: prepare yourself. Mm-hmm. I actually think, everybody needs one.
1: I agree. I could I'm not agree literally, with you more. I, you, yeah. every, you don't even know you need it.
0: Yeah, I know. It's true. That and I true. was sitting as she was talking, I thought, oh my goodness, I got to gift another reading to mm-hmm, somebody because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, they could use that. Mm-hmm. And so I think everybody needs one yes, and agreed. it is as delightful as you hear right now and then more informative than you've ever heard about yourself
1: yeah. ever. Yeah, So yeah, it's and it's pretty spectacular that way you make people feel, you've yeah. always been Made me feel Linaya, in terms of, you know, what what's been my biggest challenge is, uh, you make it seem so easy to work through, and you just walk. You feel like you've got a partner to get you through yeah. the toughest times, and yeah, and you come off that phone, and you do physically feel different. You Can't explain it either. Physically feel different, and yeah. it's it's a it's a true gift and blessing that you uh, you have Linaya, that you share with with all of us, and um, today was very special for both Holly and I. Yes, so thank, thank you, you very much for making much. the time. We'd love to have you back, by the way. Absolutely. There's so much more. Thank we have you. way more questions, way more questions. <laughs> so we'd love to have you back sometime.
2: Thank you so much. Well, I would love to come back. This is a lot of fun and, and I hope it's been helpful for your beautiful audience.
1: Oh. All right. I'm thank sure you. it will. All right. Thank you, Linaya. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Thank you for joining our VIP conversation. And please visit us at our
0: website, www.loauncorked.com. See you soon. Bye.